Masajati from Exponential Intelligence, podcast that helps you unleash your human potential. And welcome to Exponential Intelligence. Um, this is a very sad tragedy uh, that we've experienced, that we've all experienced, that's uh, impacted you know the world. Uh, we're going to talk about, say, the science behind it on why tragedies like uh, tragedies like this happen, not just to, to Kobe, but then you know hundreds of thousands of tragedies that have happened, you know, throughout well, just this week, you know, throughout the ages. Why do those things happen? We're going to go. We're going to peek inside again, the science behind what happens. Okay, and I'm going to be drawing it out for you. This is the first time I've done this. It's a series um, that I call Napkin. I'm going to explain what that's about for those people who who've been with me uh, for a while. Uh, but the, I know that there's a lot of new people because we get tons of people every week. So uh, let me explain myself. We're going to go through who is Moss, what I do, what's it all about, and then what happened to Kobe. Okay, because we have to know, say, some some science on the logistics, how this reality works. And again, I'll explain that uh, as detailed as I can, because it's very different than say the level of knowledge that is at this layer. And it's, very, it's a very base layer, okay? So, and, and, and what I wanna emphasize before we get into all this is that this isn't conspiracy theory. It blows that out of the water. It, it isn't about, you know, foggy, how, uh, you know, cloudy, it was a bad day, to fly or something mechanical that happened or whatever else that goes out of the window. So you get to understand why things happen the way they do, whether it's in a tragic situation, whether it's in your life situation, uh, whatever it might be, whether it's in a government situation. Okay. We think that we have control over this reality. Let me just tell you one thing. One thing, if you don't take anything else away, you don't. Right? We're all programmed in this universal paradigm right? or in this universal hologram. So we're going to be talking about that. And you'll see clearly on, say, what happened to Kobe, that tap into him. And, and also, I'd like to pass on that um, hopefully there's no disrespect on the family because I have you know the, the kindest of heart, the, the deeper love, although I didn't know Kobe, the fantastic individual. Uh, and I probably know more of his, say, spiritual blueprint or his, say, life blueprint or his programming uh, than probably himself or his family did. And I can explain that later as uh, part of my abilities. Um, and the reason why I'm doing this okay, is that um, it's, it's very sad, actually. Um, and even now, as I uh, go back and, and remember, uh, give me a second. Uh, it, it, it well about about four or five days before this tragic event happened, I um, you know I started thinking about basketball a lot. Now you know, mind you, I know who Kobe is he's a fantastic basketball player. I don't follow basketball um, or anything like that. So and that's really all I know about him. He's, again, I tap into him. He's a fantastic individual, uh, and I'll explain that. So uh, about a I don't know, four or five days uh, before the tragedy happened, you know, I started 
seeing basketball players, you know, especially, you know, darker individual playing basketball, well, that's nothing new. You know, that's not a big deal. I didn't take anything for it, but, you know, it just kept coming into my mind. It kept coming into my vision. You know, I'd look at TV screens, you know, at the airports or the hotels um, that I visited. And it's like, oh, another basketball uh, game. Oh, another basketball game. Uh, and here and there, you know, they would mention Kobe and so on. And again, at the time, I didn't really any, think anything of it. Just like you might not think of any of of it of your life situations until later on, uh, and then I had you know I started having you know a couple of dreams about it, and, and I'm going, what is this about? Because this has happened to me before uh, with some with many individuals uh, that I've done uh, the series on the series uh, of my podcast, Exponential Intelligence. It's called Live Conversations with Dead People. Okay, and I know it sounds kind of strange. And I'll explain all the details for the new individuals. Um, so, so Sunday, you know, I get the terrible news uh, that that Kobe had, you know, uh, expired uh, on a helicopter accident, and I'm going, whoa, okay, that's what it was, because I felt this wave uh, as I, you know, as soon as I saw the text come in, and then uh, a couple minutes later. There was a ton of people telling me, hey, Moss, you should do a podcast on Kobe. And it's just like affirmation. It's like, okay, so I have to do this. It's like I had this premonition. And, and again, for me, guys, it's more than just a premonition. Okay? So, so that's the story on why I'm doing this. Uh, plus, since Kobe came to me before his death, and it, this happens to me quite a bit. Uh, it's nothing new for me. Uh, there's an understanding between him and I that he needs some help. And I'll explain that when we go on. For those individuals who know me, uh, you understand. But for those who don't, uh, I want to explain the details or the science behind what I mean. Uh, so we've got that covered. I'll explain who who is Moss, who I am, what I do, what it's about. Uh, the science behind, say, this reality, because we have to know the science behind this reality to understand what happened. Most of us think that, well, it was mechanical failure, you know, it was cloudy that day, it was foggy, whatever it might be, had a bad day, and then there's the conspiracy theory out there. You know, those things just fly out the window once you understand why things happen the way they do. Okay? Once you understand why things happen the way they do, it literally clarifies your life. You don't have to guess anymore. You don't have to guess why your relationships work out the way they do. You don't have to guess why you're unhealthy uh, or you're healthy, or you don't have to guess why you, know, why you seem to say lose money or not make money, or you make money, whatever it is, you understand the underlying program because almost 99% of the world think that what they're doing here in this physical realm is, is what they do, what they think about, you know, you change your state, that's what you're gonna get. I don't wanna say that's bullshit, but most of it is bullshit. There's a deeper underlying reason. I'm not saying, again, what you're doing helps, but that's only about five to 10% of your effort. I'm gonna be talking about the 90, 95%. That really matters, right? So, and this is the first time I've done this 
on video. And I call this series Napkin. And what Napkin is about, you know, if you go back yesteryear, if somebody had a great idea, what would they do? They'd grab a napkin, you know, pen or paper, and they would start jotting this aha moment that they had, right? Uh, and that's what we're gonna go back into. So this allows me to, although I'm doing it here uh, on video, I can actually do it on my phone with a fantastic screen recording device. So you're gonna see a lot of this. Uh, and this is gonna be raw, guys. Total raw. It's not going to be some pro produced, uh, you know, uh, produced footage that's going to be perfect, you know, edited and all that. This is just going to be moss raw. The benefit of that is that when I when I get downloaded, say with knowledge, because I get downloaded quite a bit uh, on how this reality works, I call this I call the concepts of how this reality, kind of like the physics of how this reality works, exponential intelligence. I'm going to be talking about that in a bit as well. So, so, so when I get downloaded, I want a place to say jot these down, okay? raw. And the and the purpose of this is because the knowledge that I download or I grasp is it has an essence, it has a frequency to it. So if I can jot it down fresh and give it to you in its rawest form, okay, how I get it. You not only get, say, the knowledge at a conceptual level, but then you get the essence of the knowledge. Because the knowledge that I bring forth for you, it's not a it's not a concept here. It's a state of being. The knowledge that that you understand, you live from. And that's very different than, say, learning how to make money, because that's an say, for example, learning how to make money. Right? Um, that's an outside knowledge that you place on top of your essence. That's why say a lot of successful individuals, they might have everything great on the outside, but they're a train wreck on the inside. This is why the knowledge of money is very different than who they really are on the inside. So exponential intelligence, for example, in that case, will help you resonate, say with success on the inside. So you attract money from the outside, so your internal environment resonates with your external environment. Okay. And you might think that's far-fetched, it's really not. If you if you ever study Einstein's work, basically he said the same thing. What you resonate at, there's no way in hell, I'm paraphrasing, there's no way in hell that whatever you're resonating at, whatever your frequency is resonating at, there's no way in hell that it won't come about you. It's just like a magnet. You. So it's very, very powerful, very, very intense, and you get, say, rapid, massive changes in a very short period of time. Um, far more, uh, far more impactful than anything that you've done. NLP, motivation, prayer, whatever else that you've done, uh, even surgeries. Right? Uh, and again, there's a lot of proof behind it. So, so a napkin is is <clears throat> uh, is a new series uh, and again you're going to see more of this on Instagram so join me on Instagram Moss underscore Sajadi M-A-S underscore S-A-J-A-D-Y uh, to get napkin and then also uh, for those who are inquisitive uh, I am doing uh, client sessions live 
on once or twice a week. So again, join in and then you'll be notified on when I go live. It's a fantastic opportunity for you to understand how or why, because I can pinpoint exactly, exactly what the hell is going on with your life. Okay? No matter what you've tried, I can pinpoint exactly within say seconds on what's going on with your life, the programming that you're running that's say stopping you from achieving your success, your health, your wealth, your relationship type goals. Okay? Not only pinpoint it, but then help you delete it or edit it for you. By the way, I'm not a psychic in any way. Psychic levels are at a very low level compared to where we are. And then also one more thing is that you get to understand Again, through live client sessions, you can hear in what uh, what I see in those individuals. You don't have to tell me a thing about who you are, what you do, what your issue is, unless you want to ask me to say something specific, but I'd probably know that anyway before you even said it. Uh, I can read your, your blueprint. Right? So again, not psychic abilities. Psychic abilities and what I do is very, very different. Right? Oh, that's what I was going to say, is that it's not just me that has these abilities. We all have this potential. I'm just an example of say what we could be or what we could do to say break through into that higher human potential where we're not about fixing things. We're, we're about, you know, we're here, we're good. What more could we do? This reality is about fixing things, but that's another podcast. Okay? So getting back to a napkin, this allows you to understand the information raw in real time uh, soon after I get it. So it is going to be, again, raw. It's not going to be polished. Um, and I just want to talk about that a little bit because in today's world, right, everything has to be polished. Do you, do, do you know what I mean? You know, every picture... Most of the pictures that you see, they're perfect. There's that one snap of somebody's life, an instant of somebody's life. And, you know, they might have prepared for an hour for that one, say, second. So you never know, you know, what the rest of their life is, right? What the 24 uh, hours or so uh, of the rest of their life is like. It might suck like most of them do, uh, even for the famous and wealthy. So again, this is me raw. No, uh, you know, no scrubbing, nothing. And that's the way I want. Because I want you to understand that perfection and the knowledge that I'm handing down to you uh, or offering you is about perfecting you on the inside, perfecting your programming. So and if you're perfect on the inside, your outward reality starts to become perfect, starts to become abundant. That's really key. Most of us, again, try to create perfection on the outside as a facade. They always have to look perfect in this situation. They're looking perfect in this situation. Uh, or in front of this person, they have to act another way. Again, perfect according to society standards. doesn't work that way. Because everybody, and the statistics prove that, well, we're train wrecks. We're train wrecks on the inside. This is flipping it around, being perfect on the inside, so you resonate with perfection on the outside, and then your world becomes perfect. Right? So, Napkin uh, is the series, uh, and it's, well, bad drawings. Or 
straight answers. Not the best drawer, but as you'll see, you will have that answer that fits in all the situations. The answers that I give you here, there's no exceptions to the rule because it's at the top level scale of say the condition. So there is no exceptions to the rule. And even say like Neil deGrasse uh, Tyson, you know, he says, well, science is perfect and so on. But even in science, even at their level, the scientific level, there's always exceptions to the rule. It only works in certain situations. It only works in the perfect lab, you know, setting environment. But what about all the situations? I'm talking about all the situations. And again, in science, what happens is that every decade or so, they always go, well, now scientists have figured out that it wasn't really this way. With better instrumentation, better research, better technology, right? They actually get to find the truth on it. So again, science isn't perfect either. Although many of you or many of those intellects or the scientific type will go, well, I don't believe this because I need proof, right? There's no science, scientific research. Well, for those types of individuals, especially if you are a scientist, I want you to be the scientist just like the greats. Uh, Einstein, Newton, and many other greats that actually pushed beyond the boundary. They weren't followers, okay? They had a dream of understanding what the truth was, and they were willing to go beyond, say, the grants, beyond all the bullshit, and really find out the truth. So I want you to be one of those scientists to go, hey, this guy might have something. Uh, let's build, say, a research around it. Right? Let's try to figure it out uh, instead of like, trying to discredit it without knowing what it is. Right? And just to give you a quick example, many of the things that happen in today's reality, we don't know what the hell it's about. But it still works with that scientist going, oh, yeah, this shit works. Uh, you can believe in it. Right? Uh, we would be in the dark ages if we waited for scientists. So, again, I'm giving you those scientists a challenge uh, to study my abilities and many other individuals that I've helped, say, go to a higher level. Okay. So again, look for napkin, bad drawings, great answers. Now, let's get into the meat. Who is Moth? Well, I was a computer programmer, and I'm just going to make it really short. Uh, I was a computer programmer. I had my second near-death, and that second near-death really allowed me to understand who I am or who we are who we are at a higher level. Not like who we are, but how we are created here. What is the physics that creates this reality? How space-time works, okay? Again, it, it, it's like uh, the physics of this reality. And I'll break it down for you uh, in, just about, in just a second. But the easiest way to think of it, what you can take away from it is that, think of me as Yoda. No, not green, hairy, big ears, uh, but think of me as Yoda, okay? Yoda didn't teach Luke on how to, say, drive, you know, fly a spacecraft. He didn't teach Luke how to fight. He didn't teach Luke, uh, you know, swordsmanship or anything like that. What did Yoda do? He taught Luke how to optimize or connect to force within. That's what I do for you. Uh, 
We all know that there's a force deep inside us, especially for those individuals that you know have been pushed, have been shoved into a corner, have gone so dark. I've been there, so I know that it's like shit. If only, if only I know, I know, I know I have this grandness deep within me, right? But why is my life this dark? Why is it this bad? Why am I sick? Why can't I say utilize that power within? And you don't have to get pushed into you know the corner to feel that way. There's a lot of individuals who are super successful, who you know who have a fortune and fame. They feel the same way. For example, and, and let me just give you this um, this little tidbit. Uh, I was working with a very famous individual, uh, and he was saying to me. Or actually, uh, I was working with this with this person who works with this very famous individual, you know, helping them out, you know, on uh, alcoholism, and drug addictions, and stuff, you know, and things of that nature. Uh, very, very high level individuals, and it's like, and they were telling him, it's like, you know, if if you're not complete, you know, or if you're not successful, that successful, or you know, you know, wealthy, uh, you have hope. We don't have hope. Because when you're at that level and, you know, you're searching for success, you know, you at least you think, you know, when I reach success, I'm going to be good. I'm going to be happy. I'm going to be I'm going to be fantastic. I'm going to be connected inside. But we've done all that. I'm super successful. Billions of people know me, but I'm still empty on the inside. There's no hope for us. Well, in reality, there is hope for you. Okay? All you have to do is understand, just like I did after my second near death. Now, you don't have to have that second near death to, to, to understand or utilize. That's what I'm here for. Utilize that power within. So just like Yoda teaching Luke, he helped Luke utilize the power within. And as he did, well, Luke became really, really good and really, really confident and really, really complete in everything he did, not in specific things, but as I call it, say 360 degrees or a sphere of completeness or a sphere of abundance. That's what I teach you, okay? Nothing else around actually does. So, uh, although what I teach you really benefits whatever you say learn afterwards. So I create that strong foundation and I'll explain that. So that's who I am, a computer programmer, basically that had a second near death that understand how to utilize the power within to give you and me, say, the best possible, say, experience of being human. So the highest level of the highest version of being human here in this reality. Uh, and then understanding that, say, from a science point of view or a physics point of view. And I'll explain that in a bit. So what do I do? Well, I read you like a coding. So I can scan you, whether you're here uh, on the telephone or say a friend talks about you, I can scan you uh, almost instantly and pinpoint, say, your programming or your source code and help you understand. It's like, oh, this is why you're not wealthy. This is why you're sick. Uh, again, I go down, I read your files. I know it sounds kind of matrixy because it is. Uh, I can I can log or scan your files and go, oh, this is the snippet of code that's not working well. So, and then we either remove it or change it or edit it. And I'll explain the details on that in just a bit. Okay. And then what happened to Kobe? 
Okay. And the reason why I'm, I'm, I'm taking a bit, because there's a lot of new people, because what I'm doing is like, it's, 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 we're growing so fast. There's newer, newer people. And then, you know, I do the high level um, uh, teachings or lectures. And then it's like, where the hell did this guy come from? So, uh, and again, a lot of people are going to be watching this. So I just want to, you know, create a strong foundation so we understand. So what happened to Kobe? So this is where we're going to get into, say, the logistics on why tragedies like this happen. And then what I'm going to do is tap into Kobe, kind of give him a kind of scan, okay? Say his life experiences, kind of like just reading his life experiences, and then scan uh, his daughter, uh, and then some of the family members. And again, for those people who are, say, living of that family, uh, no personal information will be given because I can pretty much see everything. So, so nothing like that. And by the way, this isn't about disrespect. He came to me well before he he uh, he expired. Uh, so, and and it's it's like I have his blessing to not only help him, daughter, and then you know who's ever left of his family, especially his wife. Um, Uh, I was going to say somebody else, but um, anyway, somebody else. Uh, so to help them and then to help, say, Kobe be in, say, the proper place. Okay. And I know that sounds kind of weird, but we'll explain how that works. Or if you followed me, you totally understand how this works. So, so we figured out who is Moth, what I do. Again, basically, I help reprogram you using the concepts of exponential intelligence, which is science-based. It's not woo-woo. It's not spiritual crap. It's not religious or anything like that or any societal. It's not success mechanisms, anything like that. Okay? So let me just explain what this is about, and then I'll explain how the human design works. Hopefully using it very simply. Now, some of you might be listening to this in audio. So I'll try to explain it without the visuals. Where do I start? So let me explain the level of knowledge that we're at or why there's always exceptions to the rule. Okay? We need to understand this so we can get rid of conspiracy theories, mechanical problems, drug issues, whatever it might be, or whatever causes tragedies or whatever to happen, uh, not just in Kobe's life, but then, you know, your life situation, okay? So where we are in this, in this reality, and this is a, um, uh, let's just call it a 24-hour space-time reality. Right? So things are based on 24 hours here. And before I get into this, let me just explain where this, um, where, where this falls in to how it controls this reality. Okay. So I'll just draw this over here. So I'll just split the paper in half. Okay. So, so where we are is this is Newtonian physics, the square here. So this is our world here. Okay. Our world is dictated by 
the physics principles here. Uh, gravity, you know, electromagnetism, uh, time, how time works. Because if you think about it, everything is based on time here. Everything is based on a clock, okay? right down to your cellular structure. How you evolve, how, you know, you go through puberty, uh, you go through menstruation cycles. Again, everything is based on time here. It's, we're on a universal clock. Let's just put it that way. Okay, so everything is based on that universal clock. Just like today's modern society, it's literally based on a time. All the computer networks, everything is based on a certain time frame or time function. Okay, so this is Newtonian physics. This is today's world. Okay, this is this reality here, and I'll just put the N for Newtonian physics. Supporting this reality is is quantum physics, I'll put a Q here. So the quantum physics, so the details here, these two worlds are very different. What happens or the principles in quantum physics don't really jive with Newtonian physics. And there's a lot of physicists that had a lot of issues and they still do. So, and this is the level of intelligence or knowledge that say we've opened up to, okay? So this dictates how this reality works. Okay. And and obviously we're getting more and more understanding with better instrumentation, more sensitive in instrumentation. Um, we're getting to understand quantum physics, which helps us make better products, understand, say, how our body functions and so on in this physical reality much more, much easier. So, so where I work is here. And so there's no definition. Scientists haven't gotten or reached that level. And just because scientists haven't reached this level doesn't mean exists, doesn't mean that it doesn't exist. Okay, I explained that earlier. We just don't know, we just don't understand, we just don't realize. So back in the day, for example, uh, in the medical society, they didn't know what the hell bacteria was about, what the hell uh, germs was about. That's why many cases, surgery cases, they just flop over and die after surgery. They couldn't figure it out. They thought they were bad surgeons until somebody invented the, the lens, turned into a microscope, and then they saw a whole different world from their perspective. It's like, oh, so obvious. That's why they're dying. So same thing here, right? When we were in the Newtonian physics realm, none of this made sense. We didn't believe it until, you know, individuals, um, like Einstein, Max Planck, and so, and so on, started to go, hey guys, there's something else dictating this reality. And that's what that is about, okay? I happen to fall into, say, that consciousness, and we all are aware of it, it's, not, it's just not me. Uh, there's many individuals who might call it by different reference point, but I'm gonna call it, say, pure physics. Okay? Pure physics because it's it goes into the purest state that you could be. Okay? Basically, the base structure. So this is the structure of how this reality works. Pure physics. This is the transition, and literally, this here is time. It's time and space. Okay? This reality exists on, say, space-time, like time and space. This is a transitionary period here. Okay? And I've actually gone through it. I've had that near-death experience, and then you go into, say, a timeless realm, 
right? Where it ceases, well, time and space ceases to exist or density ceases to exist. And this is where the blueprint of who you are, how you live, how this reality works. So this, the laws of pure physics explain or dictate the laws of quantum physics that we're now into, which dictate the laws of Newtonian physics. Okay? So let me put it in your reference point. The laws that happen here, and you might think of it as spiritual, your spiritual blueprint. Okay, now I use that to help you understand uh, the labeling. Okay, I'm just labeling it just for your reference, okay? Because uh, I understand the description of spiritual or your spiritual uh, identity very different, okay? So, but I'm just giving you a label so we can kind of help you understand it and then go beyond, say, that definition. So we have, uh, again, your uh, spiritual blueprint, what I, which I would call your timeless identity. Okay? This actually dictates about 95 to 99% of who you really are. Just like a lot of scientists, I, I just uh, uh, was listening to some uh, quantum physics, quantum physicists, and he was explaining that the matter of this reality exists, it only is only 5% of what actually exists out there. Right? He's saying 5%, and then the other 95% was like space, empty space and, you know, black holes and all this other stuff. Uh, and there was a piece that was missing. I can explain that piece, by the way, uh, but not, not here. So this isn't a, a physics, physics experiment. So, so at this level, let's just call it your blueprint level. What you create here or your operating system. Let's call it your operating system, okay? Because I'm going to use an example later to make it clear on what happened to Kobe, okay? Or how Kobe's life, say, ran, okay? And how your life runs. So this is your operating system. This is like, you know, if you have a Mac operating system, an Android operating system, a Windows operating system, a Linux operating system, whatever it might be. Right? There's a certain set of structures that has an overall, say, uh, effect on, on, say, the applications and so on that you can run. So this has your operating system has a certain effect on how your life is going to transition. Um, and I'll explain it at a, a success level as well. So the quantum physics. Um, so this is a foundation for the quantum physics. So at this level, the quantum physics level, you have um, at a personal level, not because uh, um, I, I want to do another podcast on, say, quantum physics and why black holes, why gravity and all that, say, exists, because it's different than some of the quantum physics theories here. And actually, say, completes some of the holes that physicists can't explain. Well, by the way, I'm not a physicist or anyway, but I can say tap into those say, realities and understand it. So if you were, are a physicist, I can help you say fill in the gaps because you would have that knowledge that I could you know, help you with that I wouldn't know what I'm tapping into. But that's a side note. So this say quantum physics is equal because it's, it, oh, this is what I was going to say. So this pure physics 
this area is timeless. So this starts to generate through frequencies, say, just like a centrifuge would. It creates, say, density or heaviness, right? When it spins around, it creates so much momentum or resonance here that it starts to create a heaviness or density. And then it gets into quantum physics. This is where, so your body structure, your identity, and so on start to form. And then up here is the Newtonian physics. This is where you actually get to see, say, your hand, your physical, your physical reality here. This is how that's created, your physical reality and everything else that we see here. It's just frequencies. It's not really solid objects. The only thing that's solid is this right here, your timeless being. Everything else is frequencies. Everything else, say, is a hologram. Everything else is a holographic universe. Okay. Um, so in, in just to, as a side note, just to show you why your life is so hard to change, and it's very easy for me to help you, say, accelerate that change for you, is because everything else that you've done is at this level, right here, or mostly here, sorry. So uh, state changes, you know, motivation, state changes, changing your emotion, changing your environment, changing your spouse, changing your partner, changing your job, money, whatever, is here. But your blueprint still exists here. It's the same. That's why you'll never feel complete. Okay? This doesn't match with this. And that. And if this doesn't match with this, well, say that you make a ton of money, a shitload of money, right? billions of dollars, uh, and you're running, you're still running addiction patterns, abuse patterns, and all that. You're not going to feel complete. In fact, that billion dollars will destroy you. Okay? Without the billion dollars, it'll destroy you because this is about destroying you. Your blueprint is about destroying you. Your programming is about destroying you. Over here, you change your reference point, you change your environment, you change everything else. It's still gonna destroy you, maybe in a more luxurious way. That's the only difference, okay? So we've got that figured out. So this is, uh, again, um, uh, you know, career changes and so on like that. Over here, the middle section is more, you know, called NLP, uh, hypnosis, um, sometimes like a near uh, near death, um, but most of the time, almost all the time, near deaths that happen. Uh, and that's why they don't have, say, abilities like me is because it wasn't an awakened near death. Uh, energy, uh, psychic abilities, and that's why I say I don't have psychic abilities. Okay, it goes beyond that because I'm at this level. Uh, psychic abilities, energy systems of the body, brain frequencies, uh, not to mention any name, but say Dr. Joe Dispenza, fantastic guy, really good stuff. I'm not knocking his self down, but he always talks about, say, a grander force that comes in that he can't quite explain. Well, this is the grander force. Uh, he says it's something else. Um, can't quite... I don't quite remember because I, yeah, um, his work, but it's because this is the grander force that he's talking about. Or is it, say, that miracle that he's talking about? It's this that comes in. This is what he sometimes, you know, starts to change. So that's, so we have that understanding. Uh, coming back to where, and I know this is a lot of knowledge, so we're going to be breaking this down. Okay, but again, 
we need to understand this to help you understand and get rid of all the stuff that we think happened to Kobe and then maybe your family as well. One second. So, <clears throat> all right, I'm back. Let's talk about this side here. Uh, so this is the reality that we exist in today. This is what you see, okay? This is your world, okay? This is your world, the way you see it. So for example, uh, in this reality, and this is how most justification, most science experiments, more, uh, most say law, um, you know, laws, rules, uh, ideas, and so on happen is that proximity, right? Say, for example, uh, a guy's walking down the street, has a heart attack, right, on the street, and there's a big bang, right? So you hear the big bang, you hear the guy fall. So what do we do? It's like, oh, because of the bang, the guy had a heart attack and died. So we have that proximity, right? Something, and it doesn't have to match at all, just like this example. But how many times in life we've, because of X, happened close to Y, we think X, every time X happens, Y happens. Kind of like Pavlov's dog, just at a deeper level. So in this situation, if you think about it, it's not true. Although in that situation, it could be true, right? So this is at this lower level, X, because of X, Y can happen, right? That's a true statement. But then what about all the other possibilities that X happens and then Y doesn't? Does that make sense to you? Okay. So the reason why is because again, it's proximity. A lot of science is like that. So we have to go to a higher version of who or what this reality is. Basically, it's the flip of this, okay? So this is a solid reality, okay? This is what we can touch, feel, sense with our five senses. This is, say, that energetic, if you want to call it that, the, the frequencies that we can see in, say, Carillion photography and so on like that. This is at this level, right? Your mind, mental focus, uh, passion, your love, so on, comes from this level. Um, and at this reality, so what dictates this, say, the rules or laws that, say, dictate, that that create this reality dictate this reality so say say you have 10 items here and say you have 10 items here okay they might say they might be there because of say a thousand different things mm, let me give you another example let me give you another example. this is a clear example okay so this is a top-down model, and you'll understand. Okay, so this is, say, the government. Okay, this is government, or you know, uh, the Pope, or the the boss in a company, top-level individual. Okay, they want, they want to have outcome X happen. Okay, they have a certain reason on why they want to do things. Okay. But say on a need to know basis, 
they'll tell their managerial level, hey, we need to do uh, so-and-so. We need to do A, B, and C. But since it's on a need-to-know basis, we don't know the reason why or the real reason why, say, the government or any top-level individual wants, say, this job done. It's a classic example. It happens all the time, every day, right? Most of our intentions or most of what we do, we really don't know why that we do it. We think it's our habits. We think it's just the way life is. It's really not. So, so we need to know this, again, to help understand what, what happened to Kobe. So we get to the managerial level, and, and then we start to, say, create ideas or concepts on why, say, the top-level guy wants something to happen, okay? So the man, the manager tells, say, all their employees. And in this case, you have 10 or 11 of them. And then each one, you know, gets, say, handed some information, but not the complete piece, not the complete understanding. So it gets watered down with every level. So with every level, it gets watered down. And this is where this person goes, well, you know, they want X to happen because, uh, you know, they want to control the world. It's a conspiracy theory. So this is like conspiracy theorists, right? Most people don't believe in conspiracy theorists. They'll go, this person is about religion. Uh, and then it's like, well, you know, God was mad at him or he did something wrong. It's karma, you know, that kind of deal. Uh, or it wasn't, he was the wrong religion or the wrong spiritual movement. Right? So, because we don't know the whole picture. Religion is, say, physical-based. It's not based on anything here. It kind of goes above, but not much. Uh, and this is more like, say, the scientist type. Well, it's just mechanical failure. You know, it was, uh, I don't know, bad mechanics, bad pilot, uh, cloudy, whatever it might be. Uh, and so on, so on, so on, so on, so on. So, so we have all these theories or all these concepts on saying why whatever happened to Kobe or whatever happens in your life happens. So you see how that gets muddled? If we go to the top level reason, we'll go, oh, this is why what happened. So if we go to the top level reason here, your blueprint, you'll understand, and that's what we're going to get at in Kobe's situation on, again, specifically Kobe. And this is what I want to get to. You'll get to understand, say, if you have a blueprint running like that, you'll see why it happened on the top level here, the Newtonian physics, or what you would call this reality here.